It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Is there a spot for Matt Corral on the roster? How many edge rushers will the Panthers carry? I'll tell you right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Nowhere else can you get Carolina Panthers training camp coverage every single day throughout the weekday than right here on Locked On Panthers, which is why it's important that you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council. I guess it's also called X now, but either way, follow me there at Julian Council, where on Fridays I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me there on Twitter. At Julian Council. This episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game of eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We finally made it, y'all. We're here. The Carolina Panthers veterans, the rookie has already showed up on Saturday, but the Carolina Panthers officially report the training camp today on Tuesday, July 25th. It has been a long, arduous offseason full of coaching changes, new players, a crazy trade up in the draft to take Bryce Young number one overall in an offseason primarily filled with hope. The last couple seasons, hope has not really been here. In Carolina, and I was talking to Nick Carboni, the sports director over at WCNC, the NBA NBC affiliate here in Charlotte, um, on Monday night, just talking to him about how it's actually hopeful. And there's positive vibes heading into the season. I feel like the majority of Panther fans, if not all of them, I would hope all of them are excited about what Frank Reich, Bryce Young, and this new Panthers era will bring. Hopefully, sustained success, which we were promised by Ron Rivera, but only time will tell as it's going to be. Certainly an interesting 2023 season. But first, before we get into today's show, I want to thank everyone who has supported the show over the first two seasons of me doing this and everyone who supported the show on YouTube since February of last year when I first started doing shows on YouTube on Monday. Finally, went over 6,000 subscribers. So thank you so much to all the folks out there that have supported the show, whether you like me or you hate me or just kind of indifferent and mound me. I appreciate everyone who's listened on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to the show on your podcast, and everyone who's listened to the show and watched the show over on YouTube. Thank you so much for the support, and I'm going to be here all season long, and we're going to have new, fun, exciting things, and hopefully a good football team to talk about. Now, as far as that football team goes, who's going to be on it? As I talked to Mike K last week at the Charlotte Observer, the 
majority of spots, like 48, he thinks more like 46 or so spots are already determined on what the Carolina Panthers' initial 53-man roster will be. Now, initial is what's important. The roster is ever-changing. It's never just set, but the Panthers will come out of camp with 53 new names, and they may have different players by the time they even get to week one of the 53 names on that roster. So make sure you take note of that. But on today's show, I want to look at the offense and a defense and project who I believe will be on the Carolina Panthers 53-man roster. And later on, once we get to the end of training, given the end of the preseason and before final roster cutdowns, I will also name my final 53-man roster projection going into the season. So let's go ahead and get into it with the offense. I think there will be less offensive players than defensive players. I do agree with Mike Kay in that assessment that he gave me last week on the show. And we'll start off in the quarterback room. The real question here is, will there be a spot for Matt Corral? Bryce Young, QB1, obviously on the roster. Andy Dalton getting $7 million fully guaranteed. As a veteran backup, obviously on the roster, QB2 would come in or anything to happen to Bryce Young. Matt Corral, does he have a spot? Last year when you watch Matt Corral, in the preseason, he was behind a terrible offensive line. But he also did not look great in those reps against Washington and against New England. Unfortunately, against New England, he breaks his foot. We do not get to see him at all during his rookie season, during the regular season. Now, we'll always wonder, would he have started instead of P.J. Walker or instead of Sam Darnold? later on in the season to see what they had. I have no idea, but what I did see from Matt Corral last year in the preseason was a guy who was not ready. And from all the people I've spoken to that watched him during training camp closely, he did not look good. That cannot be the case for Matt Corral now if he wants to make the roster. Frank Reich, Scott Fitterer, they say they have a plan for Matt Corral, but he has to go out there and he has to earn his spot. He has to show them why they should take him instead of taking another defensive lineman or another edge rusher or another cornerback or another wide receiver. Matt Corral has to earn his spot on this roster. But but considering the NFL rule changes and the emergency third quarterback and the benefit of having three quarterbacks on the roster and how that's become the standard in the league since the pandemic, I do think going into training camp, that Matt Corral will come out of it as one of the three quarterbacks on this roster. Running back, fairly simple and straightforward for me. Miles Sanders will be the workhorse back. He's a three-down back for the Panthers, can catch the ball in the backfield. That's why they paid him that $11 million um, per year to come, well, at least was $11 million guaranteed to come here to Carolina. Shuba Hubbard, entering year three, has been a solid backup running back and has played his role. Doesn't give you a ton in the passing game but a fine backup for the Carolina Panthers with Miles Sanders as the lead back. The third back, Raheem Blackshear, who showed well as a returner last year and even as that third back who can also catch the ball out of the backfield, he will also be on this roster and someone I think can make it a big impact in the return game on special teams depending on how many opportunities he truly gets this upcoming season, again, with the rule changes there special teams-wise. Other than that... I don't see Spencer Brown right now making the roster. Don't do not see the App State alum Cameron Peoples making the roster. So three running backs heading into 2023 at wide receiver. I'm going to take six wide receivers. Adam Thielen, clearly wide receiver one, going to play in the slot. He will start. DJ Shark at outside wide receiver playing the Y. He is also someone expected to start. Those are pretty simple. They drafted Jonathan Bingo. He's obviously going to be on the roster. They did not take him 39th overall to then cut him unless something terrible happens, which, again, hopefully does not happen. But Thielen, Shark, Mingo, very straightforward. After that, Terrace Marshall Jr., 
feels pretty straightforward as long as he stays healthy and shows what he showed last year towards the end of the season where he was the number two wide receiver. Terrace Marshall should be on the roster. LaVishka Chanel, Mike told you all last week, all he has to do is show up and look good. The Panthers invested in him last year. That was more of a fitter and rule move. I would say probably more of a rule move. He comes in, and I think this offense can do a lot more with him than the previous staff, especially with Ben McAdoo as a play caller, did with him a year ago. LaVishka Chenault, your fifth wide receiver. That now comes down to three guys, not maybe not even three, I guess three or so guys battling for that final spot, which would be um, Demir Bird, Shai Smith, and Marquez Stevenson. Now, Smith and Stevenson – and even Bird are probably looking to make the roster based off of special teams and in the return game. We saw Shai Smith struggle in that role last year. Stevenson was drafted out of Houston to Buffalo to be that and has found himself playing in the XFL and the USFL the last couple of seasons. Now an opportunity here in Carolina. I've just not seen enough, and I really don't even know how important special teams necessarily is in the return game, especially when you have a guy like Raheem Blackshear to want to add someone at wide receiver who's primarily a special teams player as far as the return game goes. Demir Bird, to me, of those three, is the best overall all-around wide receiver of that group. I think the Panthers take six. Wouldn't be surprised if they took five, but it would make more sense to take six wide receivers. Demir Bird gets that final spot. Tight end. Also, pretty straightforward. Hayden Hurst fills that pass-catching tight end role. He's on the roster. Tommy Trimble on the roster. Ian Thomas. They pay cut, restructured deal on the roster. After that, it comes down to whether they want to take three or they want to take four. I think they'll take four, and the tight end who I think gives them more is Gio Ritchie, who's played fullback, he's played tight end, he's shown more playmaking ability and better ability as far as in the run game as a blocker than Stephon Sullivan, a converted wide receiver out of LSU, now here playing tight end in the NFL. So I take four tight ends, Hurst, Trimble, Thomas, and Ritchie. Then on the offensive line, where things have become a little bit complicated because of the pup list and the guys that have been named. Now, we already knew that Austin Corbett would start off the season on the pup list, would miss some time heading into week one. So he's not going to be a part of the initial 53-man roster, meaning someone can make the roster and then later be cut, whether it be on offense or defense, to then a later on accommodate Austin Corbett. The other position group that has now you know, kind of been muddied in a way is Chandler Zavala, who's on the pup list with an undisclosed injury, Back in many, mandatory minicamp, sounded like it was more of an arm injury issue for him. So we'll see whether he's able to come back and actually compete there at left guard with Brady Christensen. But currently, I'll keep Zavala on the roster. But right now, it's, we're not quite sure that could open the door for a guy like Michael Jordan who seems to be on his way out. Maybe Deontay Brown, who's certainly been a disappointment after being drafted in the sixth round a couple of years ago. It gives really Michael Jordan a veteran an opportunity. But one thing to think about that was brought up by Mike last week, in week one, if a veteran of four-plus years of experience is on your roster, their contract becomes fully guaranteed. That could go against Cam Irving. That could go against Michael Jordan. But Michael Jordan has an opportunity because of the ball and his injury, to potentially make this roster. But the guys I think will make it very clearly, you're starting five as of right now. Ike Aquanu at left tackle, Brady Christians at left guard, center Bradley Bozeman, Cade Mays filling in for Austin Corbett at right guard, to the boat in the right tackle, then Justin McCray playing more of that swing interior player where he could start at center, where he's probably more of a backup center. Could also play guard for the Panthers. He's on the roster. Zavala, barring that he comes back and is able to participate in training camp, and he's not still in pup, I'll also have him on the roster after being drafted in the fourth round at NC State. And then I'm still going to take Cam Irving as that swing tackle since the Carolina Panthers need one. But as was mentioned last week in my conversation with Mike K, if 
Zavala came in and pushed Christensen, they could upgrade potentially at swing tackle by having Christensen be in that role that Irving's in and then maybe even take less offensive linemen. But I think they're going to take eight offensive linemen. So overall, that's 23 players on the offense I project the Carolina Panthers to take coming out of training camp. How many will be on the defense? You can already do the math because they're going to take three special teams, guys. So it's 26. So it means only 26 left. How many edge rushers will be on the roster? Will some of the corners who have struggled the last couple of seasons be on it? I'll tell you here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge let therapy be your map with better help visit betterhelp.com locked on today to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash locked on is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, 23 players on the offense heading into the season on the 53-man roster. Now let's talk about who's going to make it on the defensive side of the football, starting with the defensive line. Moving to a 3-4 scheme with new defensive coordinator, Rogero Rivera. The Panthers need to bring in some defensive linemen that have experience in that scheme and also fit that scheme more than the previous one. That was more multiple, and they'll still be multiple and able to do some even fronts and some odd fronts and change things up this upcoming season. But 3-4 base, they needed to bring in some extra guys. Now, Derek Brown, who just had his fifth-year option exercise back in May, he is back here in Carolina. We'll play on that fifth-year option next season, about $11 million. They brought in Shai Tuttle, the North Davidson High School alum, and also the Tennessee Volunteer to be back here in North Carolina. He will also start there on a defensive line. They brought in Deshaun Williams of Daniel, South Carolina, cousin of Nuke Hopkins, who decided not to be a Carolina Panther, but also the Panthers didn't seem to be all interested in Nuke at all. Former Clemson Tiger, played last year in Denver under Jero Vero in this same scheme. He's a veteran who comes in and is now here in Carolina to provide depth there on the defensive line. So Derek Brown, Shai Tuttle, Deshaun Williams feel like, very confidently, those guys will be on the roster. Henry Anderson was a late addition for the Panthers last year, heading into week one against Cleveland as someone who could set the edge at defensive end and stop the run. He's back in Carolina, and I expect him to be back in that role in this new 3-4 scheme. So Henry, Henry Anderson, the Stanford Cardinal, is back here in Carolina and on the roster. Now comes an interesting battle at defensive tackle, which I talked about last week as far as the backups go. You got guys like Taylor Stallworth, who played two seasons 
in Indianapolis with the Colts under Frank Reich, who's a veteran. You also have Marquand McCall. You have Bravion Roy, who is one of the holdovers from the rule era and was a rule player back at Baylor. And, of course, in the NFL the last couple seasons, been an okay backup. And then there's John Penasini, who was going to be in Carolina but then took some time off from football. Now he's back, but unfortunately starting off training camp on the pup list, which is going to put him behind the eight ball in that four-man battle for two spots, in my opinion. The two guys I'm taking right now will be Taylor Stallworth, based off of the Panthers signing him and his relationship with Frank Reich. It made sense that, hey, they clearly wanted to add someone who understood the system, knew the coaching staff, and could provide some depth there. So Stallworth, I see him being on the roster. Then the final roster spot there at defensive line, as I'm taking six, will be Marquand McCall, who made the roster during camp in the preseason last year. And when he got opportunities in the regular season, we saw him out there making some plays so Marquand McCall is back here in Carolina there's six defensive linemen now we go out to the edge rushers but what we are actually calling an outside linebacker Brian Burns is the headliner there 12 and a half sacks last year two-time Pro Bowler back-to-back years and waiting a new contract here in Carolina he'll get it we just don't know when that will be could be soon could be today who knows but Brian Burns Going to be one of the outside linebackers. Marquise Haynes is the favorite to start opposite of Burns, and there's still time for the Panthers to go out there and bring someone in. If they decide to cut somebody on the roster, there's still some veterans out there, but Marquise Haynes is expected to be the starter at the other outside linebacker position. DJ Johnson, the Carolina Panthers, traded up from 90 to 83. Is that what they did? 93 to 80. 93 to 80. They're in the third round to get DJ Johnson. He is here as an edge rusher and someone who could get snaps early on in his career. He's a younger player in terms of experience, but he's going to be 25 this upcoming season. Those three are the obvious choices for the Carolina Panthers at outside linebacker. Now it comes down to whether they have other players like Amari Bardo and Nito Grosbatos that are worth keeping on the roster or if the Panthers should be in the waiver wire trying to find a veteran or signing a veteran once the roster cutdowns come on um, or or happen, whatever. Uh, I'm going to take Amari Barno over at Gross Mottos. Uh, I, talking to Mike and just really the conversation I've had with people and just evaluating the situation, Gross Mottos is just not a fit in this scheme. And the best thing for him probably would be to be cut by the Panthers or even traded to a scheme that would be more of a four, you know, four-man front where he is down as a defensive end, handing the dirt. It makes way more sense for him. There's going to be coverage responsibilities. That outside linebacker that he was going to have to have, it doesn't make a lot of sense for Gross Matos and really for the Panthers to have him. He's entering in his fourth year, haven't seen enough from him previously under rule. And he was fitter who did not draft him. As his general manager, now you have a new coaching staff that has gone out and brought in a new defensive, um, a new outside linebacker, a new edge rusher in DJ Johnson. It would make sense to me that the Panthers would move on from Gross Matos and then keep Barno, who they drafted last year, out of Virginia Tech, who's like Johnson, a project, but some a player that you can uh, try and mold and probably makes more sense in this scheme than a Amari Barno does. So that's four outside linebackers I'm taking for the Carolina Panthers. At inside linebacker, Shaq Thompson, Frankie Louvu, obviously those two guys will be the starters there at inside linebacker for the Panthers' upcoming season. Uh, Kabu Grier-Hill, who uh, started off in Philadelphia and last year was playing in Arizona before going over to Houston where he played as solely an inside linebacker. He's back as someone who can help on special teams and can be that backup who has experience starting in the NFL 
and I think gives you a little bit better depth than you had a year ago where a guy like Corey Littleton hadn't really played that um, that much. And then we saw Damian Wilson kind of didn't see him after that San Francisco game. Really weird situation at linebacker, but Thompson, Louvu were really good. I think Greer Hill will be fine for the Panthers. So those three, um, I'm going to take Chandler Wooten who's going to be a special teams guy again this year, but he's someone who I think actually has potential down the road to help the Panthers there at inside linebacker, um, no matter what the scheme is. I think Chandler Wooten's a solid player uh, eventually, so I'll take him for special teams. And then the last guy I'm going to take is Brandon Smith. Uh, I, Brandon Smith, we got to see something. Haven't seen a lot. He has the the traits that you would want in the player to play that position, just has not shown it back at Penn State or so far in the NFL and we'll see if this coaching staff can get the most out of him entering in this new scheme. So Jack Thompson, Frankie Luvu, Kama Hill, Chandler Wooten, Brandon Smith. And then I was also going to talk about Pumper Poole, a player who I think could sign to the practice squad. He's got the issues last year with his injury, the shoulder. He's got back-to-back years of injuries at Arkansas. I just don't see the opportunity there at inside linebacker really for him to take a job in particular with having just drafted Smith last year, bringing in Greer Hill, and then Wooten being a special teams guy. Um, over to corner. And into the secondary. I'm going to take 11 players overall in the secondary. But starting off at corner, I'm taking six. J.C. Horn, obviously. Dante Jackson is on the roster in positive development. That Neither one of those guys started off camp on PUP. C.J. Henderson, I'm going to keep him on the roster. The Panthers gave up those assets a couple years ago. Third-round pick and Dan Arnold to bring in C.J. Henderson saying it was a move for the future. At that time, it did not feel like it was a move for the future. The team was 3-0. They lost J.C. Horn. It sounded like they wanted to bring him in, come out, and have him start and be a big-time player from that season. Of course, that did not become the case. As they traded later on, forced upon Gilmore, who had injuries in Henderson, did not show well last year or that year in Carolina or last year in Carolina when called upon in the absence of John Dante Jackson and J.C. Horn. C.J. Henderson, I'm going to keep him on the roster as that third corner for the Carolina Panthers. Stan Thomas Oliver, a lot of good things said about him during OTAs and mandatory minicamp. I'm going to have Stan Thomas Oliver once again on the roster because of his added his increased development there um, at outside corner, but also because of special teams, which he's been able to make the roster his first three years in Carolina after being a seventh-round pick because of his special teams prowess. Uh, and then now trying to figure out really, do the Panthers want to have a guy like Eric Rowe on the roster, who's more of a safety, who could also play in that nickelback spot, um, or could play at outside corner they need, or they want to keep Keith Taylor or John Wright. How's it going to pan out? I'm saying they stick with Keith Taylor, who has gotten opportunities, but still someone who can be depth for them and at least has experience, and maybe now new coaching staff, that can help him improve any experiences that he, he's had. And I'm also going to take John Wright. As there's a need there at outside corner, and I think John Wright, who was a good player at Oregon State last year, of all the UDFAs, he makes the most sense of someone who can come in because of the opportunity that is there at corner. So I'm taking six corners. Horn, Jackson, Henderson, Thomas Oliver, Taylor, and Wright. Then at safety, I'm taking five. Von Bell, Xavier Woods, Jeremy Chin, Sam Franklin, Jamie Robinson. Pretty straightforward. Eric Rowe comes in, named as a safety, could play corner as well for the Panthers. I think the Panthers, obviously, Bell's going to start. Woods is going to start. Chin is not going to really play that much safety, but I'm going to list him as a safety. But he's going to play a ton in this defense, of course. Sam Franklin, there for special teams. Jamie Robinson, just drafted, can play safety. Will probably play more of that small nickel position here in Carolina this season if he does get on the field very much. And I'll probably play a lot of special teams. But if he does get on the field defensively, that's the role that he'll play. Just feel like he's more of a um, all-around player, as far as a more flexible player than you were going to get 
versatile. That's what I'm looking for. More versatile player than you would get at Eric Rowe at that stage in his career. So that is what I'm taking. So 26 players on defense, 26, 23 players on offense, which means there's only three players left. And as we know, JJ Jansen back as long snapper, JJ Jansen forever. Johnny Hecker as your punter and Eddie Dinero, Eddie Pinheiro as your kicker in Carolina. That is your 53-man roster. I'm expecting to come out of training camp. I'll break it down even further here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So that's the 53 I'm taking heading into the season. And honestly, when I look at it, a lot of these decisions were fairly easy to make. Like at quarterback, Bryce Young, Andy Dalton knew that. Matt Corral, I think it makes sense to keep Matt Corral. I understand the examples brought up last week in my conversation with Mike uh, about Kellen Mond and about Ian Book, both players that were drafted by a previous regime, then given up on. And when you look at the Panthers trading up to get Bryce Young, bringing Andy Dalton, you wonder what role does Matt Corral play? But the NFL rule changes, the third emergency quarterback, and just the fact that, hey, they gave up stuff to get him last year. And he didn't really get an opportunity. It's unfortunate. I know life's not fair. That's just how it is. I feel like Matt Corral is someone worth keeping around in Carolina, developing him, developing him, and then potentially using him as someone they can trade. I don't think he's someone they should try to cut. I think he's someone they could trade. And you look at last year, we went into training camp, and you wondered, not even really wondered, we felt like it would be Baker as QB1, then Sam Darnold, then Matt Corral, and then P.J. Walker would be cut. As we saw, Sam went down. So did Matt Corral. It ended up being Baker and P.J. Walker. Anything anything can happen where Corral can make the roster based on injuries elsewhere, but I think he's going to have to make it on his own accord by being a much better quarterback than he showed last year during training camp and during the preseason. So Matt Corral, that was one of those ones I looked at and I wondered, does he make it? Does he not? We'll see. But I think right now he's going to come out of camp on the roster running back, pretty straightforward. Sanders, Hubbard, Blackshear. I I don't see it. Is Spencer Brown to be the guy? Cause he does have the build of a more short yardage back. That could be an area the Carolina Panthers want to address maybe uh, during roster cutdowns. Uh, and on the waiver wire. Uh, wide receiver, pretty straightforward again there, guys. Thielen, Chark, Chenault, uh, Terrace Marshall, Mingo, and then Taken Bird. Don't think he's going to be much of a returner. I do think he can give him something um, in the past game. In this offense, they brought him in for a reason. So I would take Demir Bird. Unfortunate for Shai Smith. New regime change. Makes sense. Uh, tight end, again, Hurst, Trimble, Thomas. Pretty straightforward there, and I've liked what I've seen out of Gio Richie the last couple seasons. That's why he's on the roster. Offensive line, it could change based off of the health of Corbett, who maybe comes off a pup, looks like he's going to be on it going to the season. Uh, and then same thing with Zavala. If he's not able to come off pup, then that means a guy like um, maybe Deontay Brown, which I don't think it would be the guy. I think it would be Michael Jordan who would get a chance to make the roster. But then what do you do as far as his guaranteed contract? Do you want him on the roster and have a full, fully guaranteed contract this upcoming season? He is someone who has experience. He's played here before and has worked with James Camp and didn't play last year um, at all, really. 
But he's someone that would make sense for the Panthers. Really waiting to see what happens as far as the health statuses of Austin Corbett, but primarily Chandler Zavala as he starts off on the pup list. So Quanu, Christensen, Bozeman, Mays, Moten, McCray, Zavala, and Irving on the roster to start off defensively. Derek Brown, Shai Tuttle, Deshaun Williams, Henry Anderson, those guys made plenty of sense to make the team. Stallworth, once they added him back in June, which then the coinciding move was to cut Miles Dorn, the safety, it was pretty straightforward that the, Pan- that the Panthers wanted to bring in, in my opinion, another veteran there on the interior of the defensive line who has experience with Frank Reich and in this sort of scheme. So Stallworth is now here in Carolina. Then McCall of the other three, Penasini, Roy, I think he's the better player. He's also a player that's healthy. Penasini on pup has not been healthy coming off of a brief retirement from the NFL. I take Marquand McCall there. Outside linebacker, Burns, Haynes, Johnson, can't do anything with them. It comes down to, do you want Barno and Gross Mottos too? Do you want Barno or Gross Mottos? I'm taking Barno right now. I feel like he's a better fit. And I also look at this as a position group the Panthers are going to add to, um, whether it's signing, getting someone off the waiver or signing a veteran going into the season. I feel like they're going to have more. And they're going to have to have more than four edge rushers. I just feel like those are the four, at least the three. Three, and it's hard because Barno, Gross Mono is kind of a coin flip for me right now. But Burns, Haynes, Johnson, you know, are going to be on the roster. It's about who's going to be that fourth guy and really the fifth guy that they add on after they initially cut down to 53 players. Inside linebacker, Thompson, Blue, Vigree, Hill. Very simple. Smith just dropped him last year. Don't think they would cut him um, unless he's just really a poor performer. Then Wooten, special teams, that's how he's going to make the roster. Still won't count up bumper pool, but don't think there's much opportunity there at inside linebacker unless he's going to go out there and beat out Brandon Smith. Corner, Horn, Jackson, desperately, desperately need those guys to stay healthy. If they go down, the Panthers are not in a good situation as Henderson and Keith Taylor have disappointed. But I do think both those guys will be back with another opportunity, Stan Thomas Oliver, he's been developing. Maybe he can be somebody that can help him out outside line, outside corner. But really, for me, he's coming in back to be a special teams guy. Then I think Rajon Wright will show that he's a player for the Panthers and that he can help them and be someone they can develop. So I'm going to take Rajon Wright on the roster. Then at safety, it's not much of a conversation here. Bell, Woods, Chin, Franklin, and Jamie Robinson. Then special teams, JJ Jansen forever, Hecker, and Pinheiro. Those or the 53-man, I believe, who will be on the initial 53-man roster once the Carolina Panthers come out of training camp from Wofford in the end of the preseason. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours, Julie, Julian Council. Again, y'all make sure to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian Council, where on Fridays I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions either at me or DM me over on Ju- at, on Twitter at Julian Council to get those questions into me. Now, in the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding. And on tomorrow's show, we will break down what was said by Scott Bitter, Frank Reich, and a few Panthers players as they came into camp. So, yeah, we're going to do that on tomorrow's show. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.